SBS Audio is supported by advertising. This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. There are several minor offences in Australia that could get you into trouble that you might not know about and the consequences can be severe. Having a dog that is not registered, driving with an overseas license, not locking your car and smoking in the covered area of a train station are all considered minor offences in Australia that could get you into trouble with the law. If your country of origin has different laws, you might be at risk of committing one of these offences. Florence Montelvo Cruz is the family solicitor at the Refugee Service of Legal Aid New South Wales. She says what's accepted in your home country might differ. One of the things that my dad likes to do is when you when he goes to the market, sometimes he tastes the the fruit, for example, like a grape or something like that. And I know just going into the community and I'm. Um, going into the shops and stores and things like that, I can see that a lot of people from different cultures have that similar practice. But what they don't understand is um, in that situation where they're taking um, fruit and they're trying and they're tasting it out in like Woolworths and Coles or those types of supermarkets, technically speaking, that's shoplifting. And while you probably won't be arrested, it can create an argument and for the situation to escalate. She says playing loud music in your car or at home is another minor offence people are often not aware of. Coming from you know a cultural background where music is a big part of our background, our culture, you know we love putting music on and when we're at home, if we have a party or something like that, the music is very loud and sometimes people don't know that there are also noise restrictions. So it can't be too late, um, especially during weekdays and it can't be too... Um, it can't be too early. Working in family law, she says that the issues she sees most often are related to children not going to school. Which a lot of parents don't understand is actually a big issue. So if a child doesn't go to school, the parents could be held responsible for that and it could um, take the Department of Education to become more involved with the family. It could lead to the Department of Family and Community Services becoming involved with the family. Another issue that she witnesses a lot is a parent harassing the other by phone and text message after a separation. This can lead to the police issuing an Apprehended Domestic Violence Order, or AVO. And if they don't... Um, you know, see a, a lawyer to try to help them negotiate time with the kids, if they just continue sending the messages with an AVO being in place saying they can't, then they could be charged with what's called a breach of an AVO. And that's the criminal offence. And that's the one that really gets them stumped because then they have a criminal record. Depending on what offence you've committed, consequences can go from a warning to a fine to something worse. If it's a parking ticket, that's a minor traffic offence. That's not going to be on your um, on your record. But things like using offensive language in public, um, if they have um, a knife, you know, in public in a public place, um, if they're driving without their license, if they're driving over the speed limit, depending on how much over the speed limit they've driven, all of those things that can form part of a criminal record. Shoplifting is another thing. Fines can go up to several thousand dollars, which can cause more problems if you can't pay it. But Florence Montalvo-Cruz says there are ways to get support. 
Legal Aid have a working development order service that can help them pay off the fines without um, paying it off in terms of money, but rather engaging in community activities, um, study is another one as well, and the hours that they put in on those activities works off the fine that they owe. Nohara Odicho is a community engagement officer for the Refugee Service of Legal Aid New South Wales. She says that you shouldn't hesitate to ask for free legal advice through legal aid. Most people for, from cult communities and newly arrived, they, they tend to blame themselves when they, those problems happen, so they don't ask for help. They will ask uh, community members, so, and some, maybe they get the wrong advice, the wrong information. No matter if your issue is big or small, she says you should get professional help through your local legal aid as early as possible. It's like when you're sick, you, you go to the doctor. When your car is broken, you just take someone to fix it. So those legal issues, and you can see someone to help you with. Most people, they say it's, it's not really a big problem is to go to a lawyer. don't need a lawyer. It's just like something small. It's just a fine. It's just like a contract. Or just like, oh, I have a problem with the school and with my children. I don't want anyone to involve in this, in this matter. But just saying those are legal issues and we can really solve it. And, and, and as early that you can come, you have more options. Florence Montalvo Cruz also adds that what you talk about with your lawyer is confidential. So a lot of the times people are worried that the community is going to know what the legal problem are, there's going to be talk in the town, and that's not going to happen because when you see a lawyer, um, particularly a legal aid lawyer, it's, it's free, but when you see a lawyer, it's confidential. They won't disclose whatever you, you've discussed to anyone else. If you need legal help or even if you just have a question, you can contact your local legal aid office for free. You can also request an interpreter. The feature on minor offences in Australia was prepared by Audrey Bouget and for SBS, I'm Margarita Vasileva. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio.